So what are affirmations? And how do you use an affirmation correctly? Well, we're going to talk about that this week on episode number 65 of the Relaxed Mail. Hello and welcome to Relaxed Mail, a podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relax Mail. So today we're talking about affirmations. Affirmations are uh, an incredible tool to use if you're wanting to get yourself up to a next level. And a lot of times people have the wrong uh, understanding of what an affirmation is and how to actually use them. And we're going to be talking about that and kind of breaking down what affirmations are and how to actually use them in a way that makes them powerful and how you can start keep away from even the negative affirmations. So, but before we do that, I wanted to jump in to just introduce the new listeners of the show, man. I appreciate you taking the time to put me into your earbuds and let me drop a little bit of knowledge and insight into how you can become a, a better guy. So you don't have to sit there and be, all tense and worrying how you're going to get your, get, get your life together, how you're going to, what's going to happen if you go through a divorce or anything like that. I wanted to be able to help you to relax and enjoy life and pursue those things that mean the most to you. And if I say anything on here that, you know, strikes a chord of inspiration or you may cause you to think of a, a friend or a buddy who, Definitely needs to be here. What you what's being said on here? Please feel free to share this out. I, I encourage you to share this episode, this whole show out, if you if you want, to your Facebook uh, friends, your Twitter follower, out on Pinterest, you know, wherever, whatever social media platform you use. Please put it out there. Let people know that it's actually, that we are there and we're out to help. Help men to take a, take a deep breath and to relax and to enjoy life for what it is of being this amazing adventure that we are going on. That yeah, we are going to have hard times. We're going to have great times. And how do you take the the rough times in stride and accentuate the good? And that's what I'm aiming at doing here on the relaxed mail. So the way we always start this show is. With the question of the week, the question of the week is brought to you, to you by uh, a men's group that I put together called the Brotherhood of Men. It is a group of men who meet each week. We talk about what we're, what obstacles we're facing at this moment, and as each man shares what he's struggling with, the other men in the group come together and they provide solutions for the for whoever is having that particular problem. And as we, as we talk and as we share and as we help each other, we each become better. We uh, hold each other accountable. We hold, make sure that when you do something that is good, that it is celebrated. We encourage men to be men. We encourage men to 
do what is needed in their lives to become the great men that they know is in their heart. And so if you are interested in becoming a member of the Brotherhood of Men, I ask you to go over to relaxmail.com forward slash brotherhood, fill out a, uh, fill out the application and we'll, you'll actually have a chance to talk to me and we'll be, find out, we'll find out where you, where you fit in best. And if you fit in, maybe you are, you know, you've already got a successful business. Your, you know, the things you're trying to do are maybe more advanced. So I'd hate for you to not be able to receive any good value from a, uh, from the group. If, uh, if what you're needing is doesn't fit with what uh, what the Brotherhood of Men does, so that's why I do a an application and I sit down and I actually talk with you to see how much and how well you would actually fit in with the rest of the group. But anyhow, the so if you're interested, please come in, fill out the application. I'll talk with you and we'll we'll have a uh, have a great discussion conversation. About what you're wanting, what you're wanting to accomplish, what you're wanting to shed in your life. And we'll, uh, if you are fit, then the men of the group will be, would celebrate and love to have you there with us. Now, the question of the week. This is a, a question that is often asked by the uh, men of the group, sometimes women. And if you are wanting to have a question answered, I've got two different ways that you can actually do so. You can go to relaxmail.com forward slash contact. Down at the bottom, you'll see a form you can fill out. You ask your question. And if you wanted to leave your a uh, website or anything like that, please do so. I'd love to share those out if it's a, if it's a valid, valid question and it's something that I can actually answer. I will also share that, uh, that site out on your, on the website. So you get a little, you know, a little perks, have somebody linking to you. But also, it gives, uh, gives us a chance. Now, if I don't have anybody who actually asks a question, then I use, what I normally do is I jump over to Cora and, and answer a question there and then share that question out with y'all. And that's where this question comes from. It comes from Cora. And the question is, what are the motivations behind people that voluntarily choose to become parental figures to those, to others, even without solicitation? Now, the way I kind of read it is, why do people want to help others without ever asking uh, first. And a lot of times it's because we don't want to have the door shut in our face. We uh, just go in, we just want to help people. And I'm one I've helped. Uh, I've helped a couple of young men to take the first step, but also we, you know, we don't want to make sure we don't want to make the, the person we're wanting to help feel pressured, but these guys like to, be the, the wise teacher and, uh, to our, to an apprentice and pass on our particular knowledge. That's one thing all us humans like to do. We gather knowledge as we get older and that knowledge does us no good unless we pass it on to other people. Much like how money doesn't, you know, contains no value until you acquire some, some of that, those little green bills of appreciation. And you pass them on to somebody else for a product or service that you find valuable. So when it comes to uh, a helping people, uh, taking on uh, someone as an apprentice, becoming a person's mentor, a lot of times, yeah, we 
we may ask, there's times that I've asked people, Hey, would you like to have a mentor or go off and ask, just start talking with them and coaching them along the way. We just, we do so just out of the means of being able to want to be able to help people. We don't do it out of spite. We don't do it out of, uh, out of, uh, trying to undermine a parent. Say we've got a, a sing, we see a single mom who is struggling with, uh, with a, uh, a teenager who is kind of starting to lose his way. Somebody in the, in the community will often step up and mentor the boy, be that positive male role model that uh, the boy needs in his life to show him how a man is supposed to act in society. And it's not the way that the, uh, the 18 year olds who have not had any mentorship. It is, it's a means of being able to kind of pass on the, the knowledge that we've been able to acquire and be able to help the other people to, to get a leg up. And that's the main reason and main motivation as to why men often step into the father figure for underprivileged boys. Uh, big brothers, big sisters group is a great example of that. Why do we do it? Well, because often we see a, a spark of genius in the boy or, or in the kid or in the, the young adult, not to be specific. It's not just strictly boys, but even in young women, you see, may see a spark of genius. They are good with programming. Uh, they like to tinker, uh, but they don't think that they're able to be in, uh, be in programming or they're, you, they like to uh, do a lot of painting and they do some very incredible works of art that really stir emotions in you. You may step in and help them to understand that, that particular, uh, understand what's needed to be able to sell their artwork. You know, whatever your expertise is, you will start seeing people who you could help and not necessarily be something that you're actually going to be, you know, you're not going to, you're not coming in as so much the parental figure, but you're coming in as a teacher. And sadly, a lot of people misview the, uh, when you come in and you're helping, say, a young man to, to find a skill you're doing. So as a means to, because you see the young man struggling, we want to help the person. And so we, we step in and we try to help and see where we can. Now there's times that, yeah, if the young man or young woman, doesn't have any care and uh, care to be coached, then you know what? We usually will just step away. We'll just, all right, well, fine. You do it yourself. And because they're going to learn the skill any, either one way or the other, if they follow their calling, if they follow their calling and they are able to find it. Yeah. If not, they keep struggling, keep struggling, keep struggling until either a, they find someone who will, uh, they can ask or they, uh, they do get a, a, uh, their aha moment and they break through that, uh, tough level. So why do we do it? Because we want to help. That's the main reason. And if you ever come across a, a young man that you're, that you see is struggling and you want to help them, don't hold back. Don't worry about what, you know, if he's, uh, still in high school or whatever, you know, you might, you want to get to know the parents, but you know, you can, Offer them advice and help that uh, young man or young girl out 
and understand what's going on, how to, uh, how to navigate the world in a better way by just, just coaching them as you go. Teachers do this from time to time. Other teachers are, you know, feel threatened when they see someone who is of exceptional, uh, talent, but a lot of teachers love to step up and, and help. And most men are teachers. We teach in our own way. It's not the prescribed way that, you know, that the board, the, you know, federal education system wants us to teach, but we do have our skills of being able to teach, especially other boys in a more effective way. The main topic that we're going to jump over into now is using affirmations correctly. Now, this you may have heard of uh, of affirmations. Uh, you may have even know who Stuart Smalley is from the eighties uh, Saturday version of Saturday Night Live. And what he what Stuart Smalley was is a, a guy who was the uh, main part of what they were doing is they were just jabbing fun at the self help movement of the eighties. About every twenty years. The self-help movement comes around. We're in the middle of the self-help, another self-help movement. Uh, a lot of that is thanks to the, to the, uh, the internet and uh, the connection of knowledge. And so we're able to share that knowledge out with the, uh, children of the kids who discovered the self-help movement of the eighties. A lot of people see affirmations as kind of a joke. Uh, they see it as a means of, well, you're just talking to yourself. You're trying to psych yourself up. And many times, yeah, that could be the case. I mean, you're just, it's kind of weird. You're just like, I am smart. I, I am handsome and doggone it. People like me, you know, there's, there, you're up talking, you're, you're upselling yourself a lot of times and you're trying to get yourself in a, uh, getting around to where you're wanting to like yourself better is the way a lot of people look at affirmations. But affirmations are used all the time. You do, even if you don't believe in affirmations, I bet you dollars donuts you've said some negative affirmations to yourself because affirmations can be used both in a positive fashion, talking yourself up, but they can also be in negative fashion, whether you're talking yourself down, you're, you're downplaying something you've done. You call, you know, you've ever, gone into a room, you're talking to some people, you saw a good looking girl, whatever. And you, you know, you said something dumb. You, you've went off, you stuck your foot right in your mouth. What was the, what is something that you said to yourself right after that? God, you are such a moron. Why am I an idiot? Brian, you dip what, you know, you're going to say you know, things along those lines. You're going to tell yourself these different affirmations. You are affirming a belief. You are reinforcing a, a particular set of mindsets that might be, um, you know, like I said, where you've, you said something dumb, you, you made some major faux pas. You're going to give yourself an affirmation. I did an affirmation and it carried it right through. Whenever I've told the story a couple of times where I got hired, I was, uh, working at a company and I was able to become, get out of a truck and go into dispatch. After getting uh, told that, hey, I'd like to be – the owner would like to have me dis, do, be the night dispatch. I was like, yeah, all right, awesome. Don't mess this up. That was me affirming that, hey, dude, you're going to mess this up. 
And what had happened? I was in the position month, a half, maybe two months at most. And then I found myself back in the truck because I had screwed up too many times. Something I couldn't do? No, no. I mean, it was, it's easy. You just had to keep track of where the trucks were and what, what they were doing and hand out everything, hand out, uh, um, assignments as they, uh, as one person got unloaded, you told them, Hey, you need to head back over to the same place or yeah, you need to head over to this other place and to get more, more sand. I, I messed it up. I could, I wasn't keeping track of everybody and I lost a couple trucks where one guy had stopped to take a nap and didn't even think of them. That was me. Some people may say, well, that's not your fault. It was just, you didn't know. No, it was my fault. It was a hundred percent my fault. I set myself up for failure. So affirmations do work. Whether you want to think that they do or not, you've used them. Pay attention next time you do something where you're mad at yourself. Listen to what the, your, your mind, you may not even say it out loud, but listen to what you're thinking. Those are the affirmations. Those are the beliefs that you have. Then you may want to start trying to change those. And the reason why they work is because your brain is a computer and you're able to program it. There's different types. Some people call it uh, hypnotherapy, self-hypnosis, things like that, where you're actually telling yourself, this is what I'm going to do. That's a, a form of programming your mind. If you wanted to start getting up at, uh, say, five o'clock in the morning, or you've got to go to, say, you've got to get up at five in the morning so you can make it to the plane. If you go off, you set your alarm, you look at it, you set your alarm, I have to get up at five. So you set an alarm for five. Also, you know, call up the uh, hotel desk and go, hey, I need you to give me a wake up call at five o'clock in the morning. Do that. Then if you actually sit down and go, I am. I'm getting up at five o'clock in the morning. What you'll do is you, once you get that set and you're, you know, you believe you're going to get your butt up out at five o'clock in the morning, because if you don't, you're going to be late for, for the plane. You're going to miss your plane, plane flight because you have to go through all the crap that, uh, that you have to go through on an airplane these days. What ends up happening is, yeah, you'll go to bed, you'll sleep and you may wake up at two o'clock in the morning. You look at your phone. Okay. Okay. I'm still good. I've got a couple hours of sleep left. So you go back to sleep. And you wake up at 4.30. Oh, okay. I've still got a little bit to go. So you sleep until 4.45. Oh, okay. 4.50. Oh. And then about 5, 4.45, uh, you're going to be wide awake. You're going to boop. Your eyes are going to open. You're going to be awake. You're going to beat your alarm. How did you do that? Because you affirmed what you're actually wanting to do. You made sure that you had the mental sets in there. So why do people oversleep? Because they chose to oversleep. They wanted to oversleep. They were like, screw this. I don't care if I'm a little late. So you sleep until, you know, you, you won't even hear your alarm. If you, if you are believing that you're going to oversleep it, oversleep, you're going to, your brain's going to prove that you're oversleeping. So if you take the time to actually program yourself, set the programming up, set the, the daily uh, thoughts rolling in a particular direction, you're more likely to actually go in that direction and have a better run at whatever it is you're wanting to do. So next time you find that you're tell calling yourself fat and you're actually maybe only 30 pounds overweight, you might want to stop doing that because before you know it, that 30 is going to grow into 60 or even 80 pounds overweight. And if you thought you were fat before, guess what? You are a lot more fat now. After telling yourself that you are a fat ass, you are fat, you are, you know, you're a chubby boy. 
you call yourself that, you're going to wind up being fat because your brain's going to go, oh, he wants to be fat. Okay, let's make sure we throw in more food. But if you start saying that you are a fit man who needs to lose weight, all of a sudden your brain's going to go, hey, yeah, we don't want that extra helping. We, we want to cut ourselves down to one helping. Uh, yeah, we're going to fill our plates full. But, yeah, we're only having one plate, and we're going to actually start weaning ourselves off of all the extra food because – your body, your mind wants things to be true. We are very truth oriented. So if we see that we are being, we are, is true that we are a fit man who is overweight, we're going to start working to that effect. So what are some uh, examples of affirmations? And you can use, you can actually write all these affirmations down if you choose to and use them. I have no, no control over, over these, but What I want you to understand is any of these that you write down, write them down, not because you want to believe in them. If there's something that you want to believe in, you need to work on the foundation of that belief first. Why do you believe whatever it is that you don't believe? You know, say one of my favorites is I have plenty of money for everything that I truly want. And the reason why I believe that is absolutely true is because I've seen instances where I've I want to have when I like when I was younger. I was in college, and it was I was I call those my starvation years because I was working tail off, and I was not even getting the bills paid. Um, so I was always broke, perpetually broke. Always never had money for anything. What happened? What ends up uh, happening when it was time to get some food? Well, I had to scrounge around, and sure enough, I'd find myself a dollar's worth of change or. A dollar on the ground or, you know, I'd find the money to be able to go and grab some lettuce and a loaf of bread and I could have lettuce sandwiches or uh, maybe I got enough money scraped together where I could have lettuce sandwiches and a bowl of ramen noodle soup. I mean, Brad and I was eating high and high on the hog then, but that was something I was always able to find money for something for uh, anything that was needing to be. I was, I was needing, wanting to, anything I was wanting, not needing. Needing comes from a place of scarcity. So still, I, I'm always trying to work, make sure I do my thought work too. To use these affirmations correctly, though, you want to make sure that you firmly believe them. Some of the uh, examples I have is it's kind of fun to do the impossible. That's a famous quote by Walt Disney. I attract all good things. I have plenty of money for everything I truly want. I have a choice. I can be angry for what I for what I don't have, or I can be thankful for what I do have. I cannot correct my course if I am standing still. I am committed to becoming more successful. To do so, I will put my focus on how I can serve others more successfully. I want to cheer on those people living life alongside me. Another one's most people are as happy as they make their mind, make up their minds to be. I believe that was a, uh, Abraham Lincoln quote, actually. I will not focus on what I don't want to have happen. Instead, I am committed to focusing on what I do want to have happen. I am successful because I refuse to take no as an answer. So those are some, some affirmations. You can look around, you can find others. And, but make sure that, like I said, make sure that they are, uh, affirmations that you believe in. If you don't believe in them, then you are. You're just like what everybody else is talking about, uh, and criticizes 
affirmations. Uh, everybody says that when they criticize an affirmation, that's a better way of saying it. <laughs> and that is, you're just talking to yourself. You're trying to talk yourself up. And if you don't believe in them, those aren't going to do any good for you. You're just, you are just talking to yourself. So when it comes to using an affirmation, make sure a, you believe it. Second of all, use it at the beginning of the day, either beginning of a day, that way you're affirming what your brain wants to think before all the other negative influences start trying to bombard you. You might also even use some affirmations right before you go to bed. So that way your brain is working on, is focused on that as you fall asleep. If you think of, the, of I often recommend people use uh, powerful questions when they're going to sleep. That way the brain really starts working on solutions. So how am I going to sign on five more people? You know, how am I going to talk about my business to people tomorrow? How am I going to, how am I going to say, how am I going to talk to, ask yourself these questions about how, how, um, is, is a powerful question, um, that allows your brain to work on finding a solution. When you do it like that, your brain will continue to want to work on making sure that you have the solutions when you wake up and you're going to be more focused on finding those solutions. So you might, you, I would actually use affirmations before you go to bed. Use a set before you go to bed and a set that you use after you go to bed. Doing that and you will get, I guarantee that you're going to have, have a, uh, a better mindset and you're going to be looking for success and you're going to see yourself hitting those successful milestones a lot sooner and you're going to want to be able to, to brag about it and share about it. And so with wrapping up, I want to say thanks again for, for listening to the show, taking the time. Um, I try to keep these around 30 minutes to 30, 45 minutes. Looks like we're, Doing good this run. Hey, look at that. 30, 31 minutes right now. I want to say thanks. If you, um, got any value from the show, again, please share it out. That's all. That's the main ask that I have is just share the show out. Let people, other men know so we can grow our community and start helping each other to become the, the men that we want to be and to help us become a, a relaxed man where we are not caught up in the nonsense that society wants us to try to try to make uh, a priority in our life when it's a priority we ha- don't really need care about or need to have in our life. But if you could, if you wanted to do go above and beyond, if you would go to relaxmail.com forward slash brain, just that pot chaser, P O D C H A S E R. Go there, leave a rating review. If you're on Apple Podcast, you can go to the Apple Podcast app and leave a rating review there. Those uh, rating reviews show other people that, hey, there are people that listen to the show and it just helps to put a little gas in my tank. It does nothing more than that. It's just, uh, helps. It, it just does me, uh, does me good. Lets me know whether I'm on the right track or, or off track. If this is your first time listening to the show, and you've made it this far, dude. Awesome. Great to hear that you uh, have listened to the whole thing. If you are wanting to know how you can get this show to your delivered to your phone using your favorite podcast app, you can go to relaxmail.com forward slash subscribe. And there is a list of different apps that, um, that 
we're found on. And you can go there, just click a button. It'll bring your app up and you can just click subscribe there and you'll be you'll start receiving every Thursday the uh, a new episode of, of the Relax Mail that you can listen to. So with that, guys, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let you go. Thanks again for t- listening. I will talk to you next week. And so till then, bye.